right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of a Neon Rainbow Podcast. A podcast dedicated to all you crazy folks out there that have dared to chase your musical dreams. My name is Haley Fletcher. I'm Jaren Weaver. <laughs> so glad y'all tuned in with us. Welcome back. Week six. Week six. Are we six weeks in? Six weeks in. Oh, that's amazing. Right? You guys haven't gotten sick of us yet. Thanks. Aw. So, So, for those of you that listened to our last episode, there was some technology issues. Yeah. For some reason, upon uploading and exporting, uh, our microphones went out of phase just enough to have that crazy echo where they just weren't, for some reason, quite lined up. And I don't know why, because they were not like that when I exported them. Um, Tune in. It's got the updated audio. I'm waiting for Apple and everybody to, I guess, replace the audio. So if you guys listen about halfway, it's about when it started. So if you guys couldn't finish the episode, I couldn't either to see how far (laughs) the issue went. But I re-exported it and um, tried a different file and so far so good. So hopefully that'll be fixed. But if it is not and you guys are interested, we sat down with Craig Folds, who was a motivation or a life coach. So we talked to about staying motivated in this weird industry that we've decided to be a part of. It's a really good episode. Highly recommend that if you didn't hear it, just go back. Go back one. Listen. Absolutely. Uh, Go to tune in. Um, If it wasn't fixed as of this morning, so just go listen on TuneIn, and it was fine there. We're still waiting for everybody else to update the audio file. So, Yay. so hopefully they'll get that done. So, if you've been doing music for any length of time, you have run into a venue that has reached out to you, or you reached out to them. They want you. They like what they've heard. And then they turn it around and tell you that, well, while they want you, they can't afford to pay you. However, their restaurant, their venue, whatever it is, is a great place to get exposure. Yeah. So I think we have all been there. It's it's really, really frustrating. I know I've seen a lot of memes on Facebook (laughs) and whatever that dive into exposure bucks and how you can use exposure bucks to pay your rent and uh, to buy food and all that kinds of stuff. I think my favorite one was of a... A chef that was looking for an artist to perform at his restaurant. And he turns around and gets somebody and uh, says, All right, well, I can't afford to pay you. And so the uh, the artist turns around and then says, I'm looking for a chef to play a party of about 120 people. Play can't a afford- party. Sorry, to cook for a party of 120 people. <laughs> and um, tells him, basically, I can't afford to pay you, but it'd be great exposure for your restaurant. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one, too. They just... uh, It's it's, ridiculous. It's not worth it. Um, For some reason, there is a stigma that being a musician or songwriter... Or an artist, period. Or an artist, period. Exactly. Is not a real job. I know a lot of of y'all folks probably have issues with your family and... Um, Relatives and all that stuff looking at you like... When are you going to get a real job? Yeah, exactly. When are you going to get a real job? Ugh. Um, Stick with it. Don't let don't let that uh, affect you. No, that's we all know it's a real job. It takes so much time and so much energy. It's oh, it's it's a full time job. If this doesn't prove how hard it is, Mick Jagger, when he steps off stage, he weighs five pounds less 
than when he steps on stage. I don't doubt What it. job does the average person go to to, to when they, they lose five pounds? Strippers! Stri- <laughs> you started it and I already knew. Strippers. Or hookers. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. Mm, thank you. Talking about that's exposure. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's real exposure right there. Hubba hubba. <laughs> no. You know, I've never been to a strip club, but I've always wanted to go just to spray the pole with Pam. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> no. You don't know how to respond to that one, do you? I do. I just would have to bleep out this next few sentences, which I'm not ready to do in post-production. <laughs> but anyway, obviously we're talking about playing for exposure or playing for free. Mm-hmm. Very few instances that you should be playing for free. Um, maybe... Okay, so let's dive into the re- or the instances that you should not be playing for free or Playing for exposure, first of all, is the same thing as playing playing for free. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a nice way they like to put it, to be like, wow, look at all these people you're going to be in front of. First of all, call bullshit, because Mm -hmm. we've got social media at our fingertips. I have all the exposure I need, and I can just post videos, and let's get real. If it's from the waist up, I don't even have to wear pants. (laughs) You know, along with that, I I just thought about this. We do shows, we typically very rarely play for free. Um, and and what happens is we can go play shows out, get paid for the show, and still get the exposure. Right. Like, I don't have to come to your restaurant or your venue. There's other places that do music. That's, yeah. It so, drives me insane. Yeah. Drives me absolutely insane. So the places... That you should not, or instances, I guess you should not be playing for free or for, air quotes, exposure. Exposure. There's any of these local bars and restaurants. Um, obviously, we've got a few of them that are the closest thing to music venues, I think, that we really have in this area now. But luckily, those actually pay you. Yeah. So that's a different story. But any of these places, you don't need exposure for. It's a restaurant, bar, and grill. For the most part, let's get real. You're going to be in a corner. Music is in the forefront of their mind. And they thought it would be a nice little addition. Yeah. Well, then they could pay you to do so. A lot of times, this isn't going to sound the best, but I mean it for any restaurants or venue booker or uh, talent buyers, anything that are listening to this, which y'all should know better. <laughs> but you get what you pay for. And that's not, obviously, there's some exceptions to the rule where I know people that bring in bank. Not naming names, but they suck. And then you've got people that always play for free. And I'm like, why? You so good. Yeah. So obviously there's a few. It's not always the case, but you generally get what you pay for. So if you are a restaurant that's wanting not to fully invest in music yet, but you're trying to see, you know, if your audience, or not audience, but if your restaurant crowd clientele is into that kind of a thing, why wouldn't you get good people in there? That doesn't make sense. There's a few venues that we play at um, that have swapped people who are booking and they wanted some new faces in there. So brought some new people in that were so bad that they really killed off the base, clientele base that came in solely for the music because they had people that they went cheaper on that ran everybody out because they sucked. Mm-hmm. And then we've had, uh, we had a conversation recently with a venue that they ended up hiring a new guy to get a new face in. For cheaper 
and then turned around and 30 minutes into his set, told him, listen, we're going to pay you, but you're done. Which is fantastic. Like it's, they're, uh, a venue that will still pay you is, I have all the respect for them. Yeah, I won't name, I won't name them, but it's one of my favorite places to play. Everybody is just the absolute best. I love them. But places like that, just you as if you're a venue owner or looking to have music at your restaurant, that's something you've got to keep in mind. Again, there's always exceptions to the rule and I don't want to be getting hate mail. Like I play for free and I'm great. Shut up. No, like there's always (laughs) exceptions, but just as a general statement, that's normally the way it goes. Now, a lot of people that play for free, it's because it's not obviously their full time job. You'd sure hope not. Yeah. They've got supplementary income and it's just something that they love to do and they enjoy doing. For a lot of them, it's just a hobby. Which is fine, but there are places that you can, or ways you can go about quote unquote playing for free that's not taking money out of, I mean, people like us, our pockets. Yeah. Because if you're looking at, again, if you're looking through the venue's eyes, they could pay somebody. I'm trying to think of like easy math, but I'm not even going to try to do math. If they're paying somebody, I don't know, yikes, I'm talking with my hands a lot today, mm-hmm. wowzes. But if you're looking at paying somebody X amount of dollars and they're having somebody come in for free, even if they're not as good, if you don't fully understand the music side of things or you know, you're know you getting what you pay for, you're saying, I could pay them X amount or I could lose no money and have somebody else come in and play. Yeah, That's what they're going to do and... It just, you get enough people doing that, and then eventually they're not paying anybody to play music, and you're like, dude, excuse me. <laughs> it's basic laws of supply and demand. Pretty much. I mean, imagine if, imagine if I walked in and I say I work on air conditioning units. All right. So I will, I will go work on someone's air conditioner just because I enjoy doing it. <laughs> like, you're going to ruin the industry. I mean, I'm definitely not going to hire someone to come do my air conditioner for money when I know Joe Blow over here he will do it for free it makes that logic I mean supply and demand should it drives Mm -hmm. it just it makes I feel my face getting red like stuff like this drives me insane if that is something that is a hobby for you there's always open mics which I'm still not the biggest fan of I've ran I ran one for years those aren't doing industry much good, but it's practice. So I know a lot of these people that are playing for free, they want the practice, they want the experience, but there are so many other ways to go about doing that. Yeah, and there's uh, a lot of places will use their open mic as their way of booking their talent oh. for, the, oh my God. for the month. And their thing is, is they always say, all right, well, yes, we'll, well, we book through our open mic. Which means you're going to basically have to go there and play for free so you can possibly get a gig. I have to give it to them. It's kind of a brilliant way to get free. Well, I won't say free because they're paying someone to be there to run Not the open always. mic. Not always. Really? No. Who would just do that? I know many people. <laughs> I know many people. And again, it's like that. It's like a barter system kind of a deal where they pay for their bar tab. Oh. Uh-huh. All right, you drunks. I know. Cut it out. <laughs> Y'all are the reasons we're getting bad names. I've had venues where I ask for a dollar amount, and they're like, well, you know, no, but we'll give you a you know $140 bar tab. 
at the time I wasn't 21 and I was like, I can't eat that many French fries. Like, no, like, no, give me cash money. And if I have a tab, I'll just pay it, pay it with the money you gave yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. So there are times to give your services. Um, one of those times I would say, if there's a charity or something that, you know, tugs on your heart that you're able to actually help with, um, I don't have issue with. Oh no, I think that's like playing a... those things because you're not taking away from. It's not a venue. I mean, it's an event. It probably happens every year, but it's not a venue that you're taking off the table. Exactly, and it's something that's for a good cause. Where a lot of those people, you know, are donating their time and services. It's. I mean, we do some charity events that we actually we end up getting paid for just because they're such bigger organizations yeah. and they feel like after it's never something we've asked for but after you yeah. know they have ended up paying but it's never something that we expect out of these things because i mean let's get real a lot of the times it's not in our prime money making spot you know it's a sunday or a saturday in the early afternoon yeah but something like that Absolutely donate your services too. Well, that and a lot of the ones that we work with respect the fact that this is actually our income career. It's our income. And I think a big issue with society right now is they don't look at art, whether you're a musician, you're a painter or whatever, and actually look at that as being a real job. I'd agree to that. Yeah. I'd absolutely agree to that. So, sorry, I'm drinking a lot of Mountain Dew. Ooh. Ooh, woo! So the hiccups. <laughs> so the times that I have uh, personally played for free, normally there's another type of payoff that is not monetary. Not everything has to be a monetary payoff as long as it leads to you climbing up the ladder, putting a couple of you know cool things under your belt. Something that in the long run is going to help you out. Absolutely. So if it's opening up for a major artist. Um, they don't have a budget or just simply they are cheap and don't want to pay you. These are the exceptions. If I'm opening up for a major artist, I will play it for free because it really looks awesome on my bio. On your EPK. Um, exactly. And just think of it as an investment of what you'd normally get paid for something like that. You paid it to add. I mean, don't go open up for like some kind of well-known local band like... Nobody cares. No. But I mean, I didn't get paid um, when I opened up for David Nail. I get completely different sidebar, but some of his band ended up putting some cash together to, ooh, this Mountain Dew, man. <laughs> I'm getting all sorts of jacked up. But ended up putting together some cash. I ended up getting paid from it, but it was something that wasn't agreed to. But then I knew it was, all right, this is going to look so good on my EPK. So what normally I would charge for, you know, a 35 minute acoustic set. Yeah was really just an investment I did into your EPK. So don't look like, or don't make it seem like you're not getting paid for something of an artist that big. It's you investing what you would normally charge for a X amount of minute set into your EPK. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, I got booked at one place uh, that was a bookstore that was opening up. They wanted an artist to come play so they could get some noise about their new grand store. Opening. Their grand opening. They, um, the guy told me straight up, we would really like to have you. Um, we just, we don't have it in the budget. Um, so what ended up working out is, listen, I'll come play, but I don't play for free. And so we ended up working out a thing to where I literally 
played for books. Which was a solid, solid investment. So, a lot of times, you just got to work it out to where not everything is monetary. I think I've already said that. Um, someone, you got to, as Craig said last week, you got to have some skin in the game. Absolutely. So, I remember uh, Whole Foods, um, the one in Atlanta, and even the one in Nashville, of course, they probably have you pay to play at the one in Nashville now, <laughs> which is something we'll get into here in a minute. But the one here in Roswell slash Atlanta, they didn't pay you with a check. They paid you in a gift card for groceries. So when Whole Foods used to have their little cafes, they would give you a gift card for groceries. So it may not necessarily be cash. You're literally playing for food. Exactly. <laughs> we'll play for food. Exactly. Or like I've done a coffee shop where they didn't do payment whatsoever yeah. when I was young young but they sent me home with two pounds of coffee beans uh, let's get real if they um gave me 20 pounds of coffee beans now i'd probably um, be like okay sure do i have anything booked that day that lasts me a month mm. mm-hmm. last me like three weeks mm-hmm. two weeks <laughs> <laughs> drink a lot of coffee but it doesn't always have to be cash think of it kind of like as a barter system obviously don't let them try and barter you from some BS thing you're never going to... You know what I mean? It's got to be lucrative to you. But yeah. sometimes, you know what? They just don't have the budget. Um, but the issue that I run into, especially now with it being fair and festival season, is you go and you... We've talked to a lot of the bands that played the end. We found out they're not getting paid. But what ticks me off is the security is being paid. The sound, sound guy is getting paid. They paid to rent the sound system because not always, not always a sound guy has everything they need for a festival. You know, all of these people that go into all of this, the stagehands even are getting paid, and the artists aren't. Or clearly, if you've got that much money going out, you can pay the artist. Yeah. Um. So that kills me. There's no reason for that. Um. I guarantee you, if everyone stood up together and stopped playing for free and stopped paying for super cheap, the industry will change. Back in the 90s, I know I, I do a lot of talking about the 90s, I guess because I know a lot of people that were doing music in the 90s. They were making more money playing these same shows in the 90s than what people get paid today. It's stupid. I mean, I we still have venues that'll hit... Uh, me or Jay up, and they're like, look, you know, we want you to play for four hours, which, first of all, no thank you. Four hours is too long. It's not fun for anybody at that point. Um, we do it for a couple of uh, venues that were friends with the the owners. Oh, heck yeah. But the majority that, of four-hour-long shows, we're going to price you to the point to where... They're like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep adding zeros. mm 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 don't like that, but we've had show or venues hit us up for you know about four hours. We'll give you seventy five dollars, and I'm like, are you out of your damn mind? Yes, yes, they are. Like, <laughs> and it's the worst when they're on the phone and you're just silent. And they're like, hello. I'm like, I just want to smack the shit out of you right now. <laughs> like, you can't compute, and I'm very um just forward and don't hide my words. If you guys haven't. Notice that I would yet? Have never guessed that about So you. it's me trying to be like, don't be an asshole. Just like dial it in, dial it in, dial it in. And I'm just sitting there quiet on the phone. Like if I open my mouth, 
it's all going to hell in a handbasket. Like, I can't. There's going to be a bridge burned <laughs> that there will be no recovering from later. But not even... I mean, even if you're playing for stupid cheap, it's better than playing for free. Um, I know we already talked about, uh, you know, playing for these artists to kind of add to your EPK, that kind of a thing. But that shouldn't be the case for these local shows like this. No. Um, I know in Nashville, it ends up being a big thing where you end up actually paying to play. Now, there's some places up there that straight out, you know, if you want to play this showcase, you owe us 200 bucks. But there's a lot of places that are on Broadway. We won't name names. But obviously, they're solely playing for tips, which... No, just no, not going to happen. But not only do they play for tips, the venue does not pay their sound guy. So out of however many hundred dollars you could potentially make, you owe your sound guy about one fifty to two hundred dollars, depending on the place. So you're out sometimes, you know, fifty bucks, and then if you've got a tab on top of that, you're just. You're paying to play, which is not something that I recommend doing. Now, I know there's other instances where technically you could play to play. It would be lucrative, but stuff like that is not yeah. one of them. Like, um, I was shocked when I moved to Nashville and found out that a lot of these upcoming artists will literally pay to go on tour with a major act. So they're dropping fifteen grand to be able to go open up for, I'll just say Rascal Flats or Toby Keith, something like that. Um, so they're investing fifteen grand. They got to provide their own transportation. They got to provide their own lodging. It's actually not a bad. That I don't take issue with whatsoever because you're basically you're paying for your spot to get in front of a crowd that is just astronomical. I mean, it's yeah. not a couple hundred. I mean, you're looking at stadiums and yeah. arenas like. So and then it. you're turning around and you're getting to sell your merch, your albums, your pictures, and all that kinds of stuff. So. That's how a lot of that stuff happens. It's how a lot of artists break. Do they do? Um, are they able to book their own shows along the way? Like, yeah, all they got to show up for is their slot. So there's not like a non-compete kind of a thing, to your knowledge. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't like, think so. Even at that point, if you're doing radio stuff, like there'd be enough stuff that you could sell, even if it's just your online uh, music sales. Yeah, help me out. Downloads. That's what it is. Uh, CD downloads and that kind of stuff work. You may not necessarily make money, yeah, but you probably break even. If you're familiar with uh, Evan Jaron, Evan and Jaron, I think it's just the one brother. Um, he had the thing or the song he put out, uh, Jaron and the Long Road to Love. That's a tongue twister for me. Um, so basically, he went out on tour with a major artist. I don't remember what artist it was. It was somebody like Rascal Flatts or Toby Keith or Keith Urban, somebody like that, and. Um, so he took no pay. I'm not sure if he paid for the slot or not. But by the end of the tour, he did uh, several months with him, if not like a year. Um, he ended up selling just a ton of merch off of that. But him and his brother are both extremely business-savvy people, and he had it planned out. Um, he knew what he was doing getting into it. So it would, you know, in those kinds of cases, I have no issue with somebody... There's always dogs in the background. Always isn't there? dogs. <laughs> Thought it would be better because we're in the living room and not locking them out, but it's not. Oh. So um, yeah. I did not realize that it was a thing. That Just, people paid to. Yeah. Ah. 
I mean, it's, if you got the money to do it, it's a brilliant way to um, to get in front of a, a crowd that's your people. I mean, I guess it's no different than paying for online ads on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you're getting your direct crowd of pick your artist. Maybe it's somebody that you like or... or um, Look up to. Yeah. I mean, so those are opportunities that are out there that if you can afford them, that's a pay-to-pay... Pay to play or non pay thing that I got no issue with. Oh, whatsoever. God, I would do it. Oh, heck yeah. In I fact, have no shame in my game. Uh, we were looking at doing something similar to that with one of my last deals, but uh, things fell through. Hmm. So I wonder. And what... now we have a podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. But obviously, this is for like the bigger level, that kind of a thing. So if you're still on the local level, like a lot of us. Are mm-hmm. I guess it's not something that you should be doing in this area, or not even just in this area, but just anywhere. Period. But yeah. I guess we're gonna take a quick break, um, get some more coffee, that kind of stuff. So y'all stay tuned, and we'll be back here in just a few minutes. Alrighty, folks. So I did not want to forget in the midst of all of this. Where you can find us on the world on the World Wide Web. So you guys are able to find us and our blog at neonrainbowpodcast.com. Of course, you guys can always shoot us an email anytime at neonrainbowpodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at podcast neon. Yeah, so we're still dealing with Instagram, so I guess in the meantime, you're more than welcome to follow us on our personal accounts. Mine is just at Haley Fletcher. Mine is at Jaron Weaver. Yes, so obviously we post updates on there, but I guess we're going to get back to this fun stuff. All right, everybody. So glad that y'all stuck with us. We are back from break and uh, have moistened our throats. and Moistened. Moistened. And uh, got some more thoughts together for you. Um, so we've talked about or tried to hammer in how much we despise and hate the idea of anyone uh, working for free. Because in the end, even if you enjoy it, it's still work. Agreed. It's a whole industry that um, if you're providing for free, then you're taking food out of the mouths of children. And I have 400 kids, and they all need new shoes. And... Half of them have three legs. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. So uh, we've talked about how much we would like to discourage people from doing it. Even if it's your hobby, um, get paid for your hobby. Heck, why not? Um, but I guess we should lay down some some ways to where if you do want to play and you're not established and that's your motivation for playing for free. I guess we should lay down some ideas on a good way to do that. Yeah. So one of those ways is find somebody that plays out um, pretty regularly and essentially open up for them. Yeah. So literally that could be filling in for them on their breaks or just playing for 20, 30 minutes at the very beginning of their show. But that way... Your name is attached to theirs. If it's planned out properly, yes. Yes, if it's if it's planned out properly, but it'll make the venue happy. Um, it looks like there's two different artists playing. Exactly, and it's, you know, look at I get to open up for these people, but, um, you know, if this artist makes a flyer, obviously you'll be featured on that flyer, so it's something that 
even if you're not getting paid for, the other artist is. So if you don't care about getting paid, you have no desire to, that's a really good way to do that. Yeah. Um, I is mean, to, that's... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Just to open up for somebody that you're able to get your little time into play. And then that way you've got somebody there too, if it's for a learning experience, to say, you know, you sounded great, you know, but I would back off the mic and, uh, you know, re-EQ your guitar a little bit different. You've got somebody there that usually knows what they're doing. Not yeah, always. You hope. You would think so and hope so. But then you've got somebody to kind of give you actual constructive criticism or what you're doing great, what you need to work on, so you're not just out there blindly hoping that something yeah. happens well. Like <laughs> I have... L- I have thought really hard about finding talented like high school kids or middle school kids and basically giving them the opportunity to get in front of the mic and really see what it's about and just get that experience. I believe the younger you can start getting experience, the better off you are. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, she's amazing and she's 13 years old. I don't care how young you are. Amazing is amazing. If you're having to use your age as a... um, selling point that drives me insane yeah not too keen on that we used to joke when i first moved down here um and they would ask how old i was and it was like you know industry secret because i hate it was the most backhanded compliment and even if people didn't mean it that way you know you're so good i can't believe you're only 18 or you're so good for your age i was about to say for your age oh my god what the hell does that even mean (laughs) it's like you sound like shit but I guess for 18, you're okay. Yeah. It drives me insane. And if you're... I know we talked about um, kind of what things you should and should not have in your bios. What was that? Like our second episode? Don't put your age in there. Yeah, it's not really important. Oh, this 17-year-old singer-songwriter, nobody gives a shit. Unless you've been playing for 50 years. Like... Mm-mm. No, I'm saying put your age. I'm saying like, you know, I've been playing for 50 years. Like, I'm good. I know my stuff. That kind of thing. I don't have issue with that whatsoever. But one of the things I would really like is um, that would make me happy as an artist and actually have someone to kind of bring up. And that's, you know, it's an area that's getting tongue-tied here and I don't know what I'm saying. So. No. <laughs> no, but I understand what you're trying to say. It's if we're not helping each other, you know... Who else is going to? So we've got to look out for our fellow musicians and raise each other up instead of trying to cut each other down, which seems to be happening a lot right now, which drives me absolutely insane. Um, You know, we're not all doing the exact same thing, so we're not in immediate competition with really anybody. So I feel at most I'm in competition with myself. Yeah. Like it's making myself do, just do it. I I know. That's a controversial slogan these days. <laughs> what? Just do it. Oh. The new Nike ad. But uh, this is not a political podcast, so... No, not yet. We, we Our drunk a drunk episode, maybe. Oh, we're doing a drunk... A drunk. He's a already drunk. started. <laughs> Are we doing a drunk episode? I've already decided. Whether it's intentional or... And I'll call it that. Hmm. I don't know, but I can guarantee at one point, one of us is going to be drunk on this episode. Hmm. It's cool. Who's to say I haven't been drunk on an episode already? No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, that's true. I I could say that, and no, you weren't. <laughs> but 
this was just kind of like a chit-chatting thing. I don't want us to keep rambling on forever. Um, we talked about when you should play for free, when you should pay to play, which is really never unless you've got, you know, 20, 20K sitting around and you're going to go open up and go on tour with Garth Brooks. Let's do that. Yeah. Everybody, let's all pull money in, and we can each play for a minute. <laughs> Everybody gets a song. <laughs> Not even, y'all get a bridge or a, or a chorus. But I'm trying to think. Like I said, we wanted to be a lot more laid back, so we don't really have any bullet points. So I'm just trying to think. We talked about when to play for free, mm-hmm. when to pay to play, some alternatives for that. Oh, also... Open mics are not my favorite thing on the face of the planet, but that is one way to go. Somebody's obviously getting paid to run the event, and it's good for band practice, that kind of a thing, to kind of maybe try out new material or get comfortable on stage. That's another really good option um, versus going to a venue and playing an entire show for free. Go play a set, and then that way you're able to network with other local artists and maybe find the ones you know to open up for at a show. Yeah. You never know. I'm trying to think. I think I had everything in my brain I wanted to cover, which is really impressive because it was all over the place. No, we can only say don't do it so many times. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll say it one more time. I don't care. But we appreciate you guys listening. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter. It's just Neon Podcast. No, Podcast Neon. <laughs> Shit. Twitter at Podcast Neon. Instagram is still in review. Don't know what's happening there. I've got to shoot them another email today to see what's going on over there. Facebook is just Neon Rainbow Podcast. Our blog and website where you can find the episodes, that kind of a thing, is just neonrainbowpodcast.com. You can email us at neonrainbowpodcast at gmail.com. And we would really enjoy hearing from y'all. We want to hear what topics y'all want to uh, have us dive into if you agree with us or disagree with us, um, yeah, join in the conversation with us. Absolutely. I want to do an episode, um, maybe that'll be a drunk episode, of just um, you guys just sending in questions that you have, even if it's not enough to make a full episode on, which I know I've said before, but just what are some little tips or tricks you've just got little questions on in this really bizarre business that we're in. Or just something you want to share. You got funny stories. We Cute like pictures funny of your stories. dog. <laughs> yeah, at one point I want to do the craziest um, experiences you've had at shows, whether that be with a bandmate or somebody in the audience or the club promoter, like something like that. I want to dive into just some of those crazy or sometimes horror stories that it's just I'm, like... I've got a couple. I do too. <laughs> but you guys shoot us those. We really do appreciate you guys tuning in for week number six. Cannot believe you guys have not gotten sick of us already. That's awesome. That is awesome. But yeah, as always, you guys know where to find us. Um, Until next time, I suppose. Thank y'all very much for listening. And remember, this is y'all's home for everyone that has dared to chase their musical dreams. So dream big, work hard, stay focused, and surround yourself with good people.